Welcome to the Transform Tomorrow Today podcast, a series dedicated to the complex and exciting world of change in organizations. We are your hosts, Linda McLaughlin and Catherine Tano, and are both global experts in organization development and change management, working across five continents. We help organizations navigate the challenges of transformation successfully, using our expertise as consultants and master coaches over many decades. In this podcast series, we invite leaders who are at the forefront of transformation to share their own stories and reflect on the lessons learned with changemakers like you. Following each interview, we analyze the case and summarize the key messages and takeaways. Welcome to our community of inspiring changemakers, transforming tomorrow, today. Welcome to our episode, and I'm delighted to introduce our guest, Tony Brisset, who is Managing Director and VP of Total Energies Consulting. Here he heads up the internal consulting and coaching division. Tony has an impressive track record spanning 30 years in HR, talent development and change management, both in Total and other global companies such as Toys R Us and Carrefour. Tony holds a master's degree from the Sorbonne and is an alum of Stanford and MIT. He is also a certified change master and the elected mayor of a mid-sized town in France known for strong community engagement. Welcome, Tony. Hello to everybody. It's a pleasure for me to be with you today and to share my experience as a coach and uh, as a consultant as well. Total Energy is a global multi-energy company that produces and markets energies from traditional energy such as oil and gas to green energy such as renewables, electricity and green gases. They employ over 100,000 people in more than 130 countries and they generated a revenue of 280 billion US dollars in 2022. As a major player in energy transition, Total Energy's ambition is to reinvent the way energy is produced and consumed to get the net zero by 2050 and to resolve the climate challenges with society at large. Let's discover how you are combining change management and coaching to create sustainable change at Total Energies. Can you share with us the one thing you are most proud of? I'm very proud of including professional coach within the transformation program and all the mission we have in place to help the managers to succeed in their transformation. So this is a real innovation in the way we are working all together with the team. That is to say, having a, a team in charge of helping the Mancom members and the team to succeed in the change and adding professional coach to help individually managers to be part of this change. It's a great success today for us. That's quite an innovation because it's really quite a traditional industry you're, you're working in. So how did you manage to make that happen? What were the main obstacles? We managed to do it. Uh, I will give you a few words to do it and don't be afraid about changing the things even in the way we are uh, managing this kind of mission. The few words are uh, just do it. That is to say, if we wait for a kind of commitment of the management on using coaching, I'm one of the top managers of Total Energy. 
most of them, they don't know exactly what we can do with coaching. That is to say, we as a team try, experience it, having good videos from the team that uh, we're using coaching as part of the change management missions. And then we can now say to the management uh, that works and the people, they are part of the change. The key issue for that is to have the conviction, but not only the conviction. I mean, the experience is always better than having only slides to be presented to management to say we can't do that. Yeah, the experience sounds to be the, the key things in your achievement. Maybe you can give us some example. I remember when we talked first, you mentioned a few uh, very meaningful examples. Yes, of course, we have many in our examples because we used to propose those kind of uh, advice to help my colleagues. But one of them is, uh, I can tell you, it's an international one that was in the marketing part of the company. We, the affiliates of Mozambique bought BP assets. And in fact, we use the change management uh, skills of the, the in-house consultant to help the team to succeed in the attribution of, of BP assets. In fact, and that was like uh, with a project management system and all the things that can help to do that in the right way and on the good timing as well. And uh, with this team, we put in place a system with, with the in-house coach. They were there to help something like 20 or 25 managers to be part of the change with individual professional coaching. And all the Mancom members, they had this, uh, this experience as well. And at the end, we can tell you the testimony of the, all the team was to say, uh, we did the thing in a different way because it's not the same to have uh, individual coaching in a team without any uh, any global and, and collective engagement and to have this global project, all the affiliate project and let's say, a collective target, including the, the way we are coaching the people individually. So that's well amazing. And the good feedback we had from the EMDs at the time was, uh, in fact, she was able to say to the team, we are going to create a new team. You're not going to be part of a total energy as BP. We are going to create a new subsidiary using your skills. That means the intervention of the house coach that helps to have a better inclusion of people as well. That was a key result of that wonderful mission for us. That's impressive. That sounds amazing, Tony. And you've mentioned your internal coaches a couple of times. Can you share with us how you select them and how you manage them, how you train them? It's a quite a good and very important question. They are all coming from all the branches of the company. Some of them were, from, were trained before coming. And some of them are going to be trained because they are part of this team. But the selection is the same as the one we did for external coaches as well. That means we have a, a process. We ask them sometimes to uh, send me some videos of uh, what they did as a coach. And of course, the main issue for us is to feel that they are uh, themselves aligned and ready to coach uh, people and not only... Uh, having some uh, training only, uh, becoming a coach, it, for me, it's, it was the case for me, it's, it's more a patient than a, a really a job. I mean, so that means if you are not totally clear with uh, yourself, it's quite difficult to become a coach, and in particular, in-house coach. How do the in-house coaches work with the external coaches? The interest of having this team is to help external coaches to know and to understand what is the culture and what is the mood of the mission. That means we are just sharing during mission what we do. And the, the in-house coach, they help 
the external coach to have a better understanding of that. So that means we are talking about coach, huh? being big, talking about in-house or external is the same. So there's no, uh, there's no and the, the deontology of the of all the system is key as well. It's a pleasure for us to help external coach to help, help us because we are it's a small team. So we need to work with external coach, of course. And it's quite unique what you have done to mix and to combine the coaching and change management together. Any obstacle from the team of internal consultants or from the managers? What do you face in the field while you are doing that? Yes, of course, at the beginning, the in-house consultant, they were thinking that we are going to help and develop more the coaching than the consultant as well. The issue was to share with them and to experience with them the fact that there is a complementary way of, of doing the things when we are helping an affiliates to transform and then to help the managers to transform themselves. In fact. So that means today there is no question on that. I mean, the consultant, they are selling to their customers the fact that they, we need to have some in-house coach or, or external coach as well in the mission because we let the choice between in-house and external all the time. There is no way to letting the check. It's part of the deontology of the, of, of the coaching effect. So that today there is no more question on that. It's a, it's part of the added value of this team. How did you kind of market the concept of coaching? Because I'm sure for many of your professionals, it was a very new concept. Maybe a bit scary. Yeah, sure, sure. Most of the time, the people, they don't know exactly when we are talking about coaching. So it's a huge issue. But uh, we developed the health coaching with the help of saying to the management, we are doing that for collective performance. That is to say, we are not really talking about individual coaching, but we said, we need to transform. You know, the company is, this is a huge transformation within the company and the management and the human part of the transformation is key as well. If the people are not in, that's going to be tough to transform the company. So for sure, we said, we are going to help people to transform, to think about their roadmaps, about the, the, where they are going to implement the new strategy of the company. And we are going to add in-house coach or external coach, but I mean coaching, to help the manager to have a better understanding of who you are and to develop their impacts on the others. When you do that, there is no issue but individual coaching. The top managers, they are most in the way of thinking that uh, you are working for the collective issue first. There is no my record. I mean, you know, in the, some managers, they consider that because they are going to send you a coach, the virus is coming. There is no issue with that. So it's a better understanding of what we can do with coaching. Right. And you mentioned also in, the, in our previous conversation that you had introduced a training also for leaders and executives about coaching skills. Can you comment on that? Yes, we are working on that to have an explanation of what we can do as a professional coach for helping the performance of people. All the managers that were coach before, most of the time, there's no issue for them. But the coaching culture of the company is quite low today. We have the ambition to develop it. But that means you need to have this kind of pedagogy to explain that we are professional. And after this listening, uh, questioning, and uh, we are going to help the people to find out their own solutions. It's part of the difficult uh, things to explain to people as well. Also, the time when you are in a control style management of the company like we are, the people then consider that you're going to tell them what to do. So that means you. Pedagogy is key in that is Quite a big change. Yeah, it's a big change. And I'm intrigued, Tony, by what you're saying, because you're such a global company and very cross-cultural. 
How have you experienced the rollout of this program in terms of different geographies? Today we have, uh, again, a mission, uh, the same mission I told in Mozambique. We have the same one in India. There is consultant and coaching as well. Huh? Most of the coaching are going to be made by, uh, let's say, video. So, uh, we did that for 1,000 managers in Africa. We are going to start something in the U.S. as well. My experience in Asia, in Africa before, etc., I can tell you that when you are a strong company like Total Energy, there is a kind of global management culture. And the cultural issue is key. But I mean, when we're talking about management, the people, they have the same cultures. As a coach, you have to listen differently, of course, because there is some issues. And uh, because you are uh, trained to be uh, without any judgment during the, the, the coaching session, there is no main difficulties. And the fact that we are in-house coaching helps because one of the key added value of in-house coach is to know the culture of the company. Even if the people are not French in class, it's not that I mean, most of the team of Total Energy, they're outside of French today. As coaches ourselves, it's really heartening to know that, you know, coaching can be applicable anywhere and everywhere. And I'm wondering what else you'd use in terms of your change management portfolio. So coaching is obviously a key driver, but what other tools do you draw on? The tools within the company used for this kind of social innovation, the first one is always the same in all the big companies is training. That is to say, but you know better than me that training is something at 10% of the efficiency of the thing. So that means the two other main tools are, are to develop direction between people. One of the mission of the change management team that are coming uh, in a new program or in a new uh, mission is to develop collectively the interaction between people. In particular, when you are buying another company, I mean, we are here to help them to give the added value. This is the key interest of inclusion, in fact, to say you are different, you have different skills, different culture, but we are here to listen to you because we need to learn. And if we use what we learn from you and you consider that we are listening, a part of the inclusion as well. I mean, the people, they are not going to just to stay uh, and say, um, I'm going to wait from them to have the, the way of working. They know how to work. So the, the second, uh, let's say, a tool is uh, developing perhaps a new posture for the in-house consultant as well. That is to say, uh, listening more and uh, ask questions and uh, keep the question and use them as a part of the strategy, of the new strategy. And the last one is the key one for all of us is the is to experiment and to let the people express themselves and try and test. And if they fail, it's no issue. I mean, we have to learn what we did. And with that kind of way of running the mission, I mean, I can tell you the people, they are expressing themselves more than in the past because it's part of the deal to say, uh, we want to listen to you and we want to learn. And you will learn from us, of course, as well. It's really impressive. It seems that you are really changing the culture across the world in Total Energy today. And um, if you step back a little bit, it's uh, now a few years you have started this new department with coaching and change management consultant. What would be the main lessons learned? The main lesson for me, um, we did that, and some, some of my colleagues told me that they're quite risky, but the main lesson is to do it. Do it, try it. And the other lesson is stop uh, writing slides and uh, make videos of what you learn and let the people talk about what they learn, what pleasure they have in doing that. I mean, that was amazing, the video we have today, and it's better than all the, the written part of the, of the job. I mean, even if 
doing the left brain company, you prefer to have a lot of uh, data and etc. But uh, as a coach, of course, I would prefer videos. I just love that people-centered approach. And as you say, you know, showing success by doing, by experience. As we conclude today, Tony, what would be your last word about uh, other change agents out there listening to us today? What would you advise them? The advice is really to consider the combination of coaching and change management. When you have new transformation that we have, is really that will help the global transformation and that we put the people in. This is key, in fact. I mean, so many transformations are failing most of the time, mainly because we're not considering the teams. We all have clever management and the, the rationale is always the best. And uh, in fact, uh, without the people, uh, the rationale is different. So that means considering the people as a key part of the transformation is, or for me, is the, the key message. Thank you, Tony. So powerful. People at the center. It resonates for us as coaches and as transformers also. So we want to thank you for sharing this uh, unique and powerful story about ongoing transformation. The unique way you had to combine coaching and change management is very inspiring, and especially how you leverage coaching as a change tool in a highly technical and production-based industry. So we wish you continued success. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you very much. Join us now for the important learnings and applications from this episode. What another inspiring conversation about change. Catherine, what was uh, one of the key points you picked up from listening to Tony? True, that was very inspiring for me. I really picked up the test and learn mindset. I remember they said that uh, the coaching culture was quite low at Total Energy when they started and just experimented. They do it and they didn't try to convince people. They just experiment and provide the service combining coaching and change management. That was really, for me, one of the most important lessons learned from what he said. And what about you? Oh, there were so many things, but I think just related to what you've just said there, I think that still for a lot of employees and managers, coaching is an unknown. It is right that often you have to provide experience. You can't just talk about coaching and how useful it is. People have to have the direct experience. And I loved that they were gathering videos and testimonials from people who found it powerful. So it's like using other members of the staff to spread the word and to give their personal experience. I really like that. Yeah, that's true. That's very powerful. And sometimes uh, we are really wondering how to get ROI data from coaching and maybe just taking the, having the testimonials is uh, just enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I think often people listen to what other people say. Yes, we do need to collect the data because obviously it's a budget line and we have to be able at the end of a year as a a chief coaching officer or chief learning officer in a company to justify the spend on it. But I do think personal testimony is really powerful. The other thing that struck me that was interesting, they use a mix of internal coaches, external coaches. And then they're also developing 
their managers and leaders to use coaching skills as part of their normal management leadership style. And when you look at any classic model of a coaching culture, it always has those three elements. So the internal, the external and the managers using the coaching skills. And that seems to make the lever more embedded. And that's a game changer. What is, uh, it was also amazing, you true, that uh, described a coaching culture in action, moving forward. And the scale-up they have done is quite amazing. You remember, they said they have around 1,000 people in Africa. They do the same with India. They are starting with US. I know that they are doing things in France or French-speaking countries. So it's quite uh, pliable at scale, which is a second another thing that uh, really impressed me is also the things about the cross-cultural capacity for the organization to accept and implement coaching and as a change lever. It is something, Catherine, and I think, you know, he mentioned how the coaching and coaching culture could support diversity and inclusion. And it was very clear from listening to Tony that change is not about process or strategy alone. It's really about people. And it was about how do you listen, how do you get by and how do you engage people and using coaching and perhaps leadership skills to ensure that. And I was also struck when he said that they have a strong consulting arm, of course, as well in what they're doing, but that they are finding that by training their consultants to use some of the coaching skills like open questions and listening, that was improving the impact of the consultant. And in terms of social responsibility, attractivity towards uh, younger generations, I think this uh, human centricity and people centricity will be a key factor of success for such a companies because they have huge challenges in terms of future sustainability and they are working on this. But for sure, to be attractive on younger generation, the inclusivity, the, the equity, the diversity would be a key factor of success. That is amazing. It seems coaching could tick all of those boxes and advance the agenda within total energies. The other thing that struck me, Catherine, was a lot of companies invest heavily in training when they're going through change. And I like what Tony said there, probably about 10% effectiveness compared to other modalities. And both of us are familiar with the Human Capital Institute research that they did with the International Coaching Federation some years ago. Yeah. And again, what they found was that one-to-one group and team coaching were really the top modalities when you want to embed change and have a successful transformation. Yeah. E-learning and training, yes, part of the equation but you get less bang for your buck from those. And the sustainability at longer term relies mainly on people. Thanks for listening to Transform Tomorrow Today with your host, me, Catherine Dano and Linda McLachlan. Again, our gratitude to our amazing guests for so generously sharing their transformation story. Please follow us on at transformtomorrowtoday.podcast and be sure to download our show notes and tips and strategies on our LinkedIn page at transform-tomorrow-today. Let's join together so we can transform tomorrow today.